Hey everyone, your designers are here. I'm Anita at Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yvonne at Stone Gable. And I'm Kelly at My Soulful Home. We have tips and tricks and decorating advice for you today. So let's get started. This is episode 211, The Best Decorating Ideas for Renters. And the show notes for today's episode can be found at decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash 211. Ideas for renters. Well, can I start this off if you don't mind? Okay. I just think before, let's say you're looking to rent because I think uh, now more than ever, people are deciding to rent rather than buy. And um, I have firsthand experience, well, secondhand Our son and his family recently moved from a house locally to Washington, D.C., where they're renting a townhouse. And there's just some things that you have to be careful with when you're thinking about renting. You know, you want to make sure that the, you know, walls are in good shape and that um, you have good carpeting on the floor, hardwood floors. You want to make sure that, you know, your, your kitchen is functioning well, as well as your bathroom. So those are some things to really pay attention to before you move in. So I know some renters have already moved in and now they're going like, ah, what do I do? Um, but I'm just saying for those who are thinking about renting or looking for a place to rent, I know that as you, that you get the upgrades, the price goes up. But um, if you're planning to fix a house, it's easier to sometimes move into a house that's already a, a rented home or, a, or or an apartment that's already been upgraded because some of uh, the fixes do cost a little bit of money. And we're going to tell you about things that do cost a little more and things that don't. So that's just a little cautionary tale. Right. And I would add to this that these are tips, decorating tips for renters. But, you know, these are a lot of things that uh, homeowners can use as well. I mean, I think we're, we're ruling out things that renters would not be able to do, you know, the expensive changes to the house or apartment. But yeah, but keep, but if you have a house uh, or if you're a, a, an owner, then hopefully this will, you'll still get something out of today's episode. Oh, yeah, yes. for sure. And, mm-hmm. you know, especially if it's a house where you think, well, this is my starter house or, you know, I move for my job a lot. I'm not going to be here for 10 years. I might be here for two years, something like that. So you don't want to invest a whole lot into a home that you mm-hmm. really can foretell already that you're not going to be in for a long time. Right, so right. definitely applies. And also the summer renters. And now when particularly when we lived in New York and people were renting out in the Hamptons or they were renting in upstate New York for the summertime, you know, people would sometimes get a house and you know, they, you want to, if you were maybe pitching in with a group of people and sharing weekends or something like that, you, you were just going to do some cosmetic things, if anything at all, you know, you, maybe right. you don't even unpack your bag completely, but <laughs> right. if you're doing a summer rental for, with a family, you might want to try to make it your own a little bit while you're there. Um, so my thought, my overall thought on this is don't perch nest, make it your own, oh, even like though that. it's a rental, mm-hmm. right? And add your personal style. Because no matter how long you're living in a place, if it's a weekend, if it's a year, if it's two years, you don't want to be living in boxes and you don't want to be living in a place that doesn't make you feel good and nurture your soul. So don't perch nest. I like that very much. And you're, and how much you nest 
really is in um, proportion to how long you're going to be there. If you're going to be there six months, you can do a few cosmetic things, but you're not going to replace fixtures and other things like that. You're just probably pretty it up enough um, that you can, that it'll look nice until you move. And here's the other idea when you're thinking of these ideas. And if you're, if we're, you know, as we go through it, if we're going to say, well, get this or get that, make sure you get something that you can take with you when you're done renting and enjoy in another home. Don't just buy something just, just for now, because that's like throwing money out out the window. Yeah. Don't cheap down uh, yes. if it's something you can take with you. Be, uh, so get the nicer quality and something you love because that then you can translate that into your next house or apartment. Okay. Well, I've got, a, I've got our first idea. Okay. Throw it out there. Okay. And it is to change out the cabinet poles. Oh. Change good. out the cabinet well, what? Cha- the cabinet poles. Oh, hardware. good. And, but here's the thing. That I'm thinking, I mean, you might be saying, but that's permanent to the house. Well, it's not really permanent. You could change them out. Sometimes you can get some very inexpensive cabinet pulls or knobs. And kind of if you really hate what's there, you could change them out. And then when you move out, you just put the old ones back. You take those new pulls and uh, knobs with you. And you know, there should be enough that you'd be able to use them in one room if you bought later. You know, Anita, they, they would probably work in a room. Mm-hmm. I think that is such a good tip. But here's the other thing you said that I think it's so important. Everything that you replace, you want to save yeah. so you can put it back and take your nice stuff with you. Let's yeah. say you replace cabinet pulls. Maybe in your new house, you've got way more way more cabinets and need more pulls, but I bet you have bathrooms that they would fit on, you right, know, the cabinets exactly. in the bathroom. And here's another thing. I'm going to piggyback off of that. And I'm going to say, if you have outdated cabinetry, now, obviously you want to check everything out with your landlord. You don't want to get stuck with um, losing your security deposit or even a bill on top of that. You can take outdated cabinetry, and I didn't know about this, and I just read about this, and you could actually re, um, replace the cabinet fronts. Oh, refacing, yes. Well, yes. not refacing. You're just going to replace the entire front because most- um, uh, Well, that's ca- what I'm talking about. Okay. But that's pretty expensive. Well, you just do the fronts. And sometimes you can go to these places that are like unfinished woods that have all of this. Just paint, paint. You can paint yeah, that's them. Thousands that's not of dollars. expensive. And that, yeah. um, and they are on European hinges as well. So you can take them with you. The other thing you can do if your landlord says so that you can't is to paint your cabinetry. Mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah, that's true. If you've got permission. Yes. And then the other thing I really love is you can use repositional wallpaper and really get some beautiful effects and put that on your cabinets as well. Yeah. You had that idea about doing that on a fridge once. Well, that's another one of mine. If you have an old yucky fridge, oh my goodness, I've seen such a Adorable, and I mean, they become your fridge. Then becomes a focal point if you use some really cool repositional wallpaper, and it's not that expensive. And I also yeah. found, I also found this out: you can buy stainless steel repositional wallpaper now. Oh my goodness! Uh, I know. All right. Well, you got to put that in the show notes because that's really interesting. Okay. Yeah. I, caveat for all these things: definitely, just don't say. Well, the DTT girls told me I could. You know, you you know, here here comes my lawyer hat. You want to read your contract and 
And if you don't have a landlord that you can just pick up the phone and call or send an email to, you know, find out the management company and double check. And if you're at all uncertain, please make sure, make that call, send that email and make sure that you can do what you want to do. Because the last thing you want to do is get in trouble and then you lose your security deposit or you end up doing damage to the wall because you were doing something else. And then, oh, you know, and then it opens up a can of worms that you didn't want to open. So definitely check all of that. So read the fine print, check it out. But there are so many easy ideas and, uh, you know, on differing levels, but some really, really inexpensive ideas. How about, you know, most apartments don't have a ton of storage. Condominiums, maybe the same thing. If you're renting a house, you might have enough storage for yourself, but buy some really good looking, not cheapo, you know, need to assemble it made of particle board. Make a little bit of investment in some nice removable storage that then you can take with you and you can put that in, you know, and leave it in a place that's visible or you can use it in a closet. But that is a really nice way to sort of make custom cabinetry where there might not be any, but yet you can still take it with you when you leave. And Kelly, that's exactly what my kids did. They have Mm -hmm. a small, they have a, a, a small kitchen, but they did not have a lot of cabinet space because they're, um, they're one, they have bottom cabinets and then countertop that acts almost like a peninsula. So they mm-hmm. bought these really cool stainless steel, like, uh, racks that are shelves and they put all kinds of their, they put really cool, all their, some of their kitchen things on it. And it looks so nice. It just works so well with that kitchen. But I'm going to give you my number one very favorite thing to do, and that is paint. Paint your walls. Yeah, well, definitely. You got to get permission. Yes, yes. And if preferably, like again, like my son and his family did before they moved in, which makes it so easy. I did that years ago when I had uh, one of my first apartments. Actually, my mom did it. She painted it peach for me. And Aww. we had to, yeah, I came back from Good mom. Like, a long day at law school and my mom had painted my room peach. It, and guess what color it was? The color I don't really like. It was blue. blue. <laughs> my mom painted peach over blue. Can you imagine how long that took? Mm. And in back in the day. <laughs> yeah. And we hadn't really checked because we just were like, it'll look so much better this way. Right. <laughs> oh, boy. So when the landlord then saw it at some point and we did have to paint it blue back, but I lived, <laughs> I lived there for a couple of years during law school and the peach made me happier. And you know, my mom and, and I painted it back blue. So sometimes you can just get away with doing it. And if you promise to paint it back to the color that they had it, you know, cause that's the color their maintenance team has and uses and they they don't want to have custom colors in various apartments, you know, and if you want, don't mind making the effort, usually if you promise to paint it back, they'll let you do it. Well, here's another idea of something that you can take with you are some pre-made curtain panels. Uh, and yes. so I don't mean custom made to that particular height, but a lot of times we recommend that you, no matter really the size of the window, that you just hang the curtains as high as you can go. So, uh, you know, a lot of times you can just buy one set of curtains and they go from one window to another. And I've certainly, uh, in our house changed out the curtains in the dining room. I mean, and move the curtains from one room to another room without a problem. But a lot of times you can do that from one house to another. I think that is such a smart idea. That's exactly right. Well, and there's so, right. And there's so many, uh, 
nice curtain panels you can buy now online that are a good quality. I mean, back in the day when we first had our first house, I mean, you had to have custom curtains made yeah, or they right? really looked pretty bad. Mm-hmm. And now you can get some quite nice ones. So, or yeah, you so can make them yourself. There's, you know, there's, um, you can use drop cloths or you can even, even linen now. And I'll, I'll be doing a post, uh, I think sometime next week making DIY, um, non-sew curtains. And if you, if you get enough fabric, so it either kisses or puddles on the floor, uh, you, you can take them with you and use them again. I, I have another, this is a really interesting, this is a little more high end for the DIYers. Um, I was just doing a lot of research about this. And I think one of the biggest problems in your kitchen, besides your, um, cabinetry and appliances is, uh, like laminate countertops. And did you know, Ikea has a butcher block that they sell that's very reasonable. And you literally, I saw this done, can put this butcher block right over your countertops. Now you'd have to know how to cut it out. Yes. And so they custom cut it for your kitchen? You'd have to have that done. But I thought if you've got really bad countertops, that might be something because then you can just take... Take it with you. Take your countertop with you. And then cut it just to have a great well, that big was the, butcher block. That's the interesting thing that you bring that up because it's my understanding in Europe, a lot of times people, when they move, they take the kitchen with them. Yeah. The kitchen doesn't come with the ha- apartment. That's true. Yeah. yeah. That's why when you see all these, um, uh, the, uh, um, deck, you know, the decorating channel that you see when, when they do the ones that are looking for something abroad, the kitchen is just like this hole in the wall space <laughs> with nothing in it. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah. It's just kind of an empty spot. Yeah. Here's something else I did. Um, um, I got my daughter-in-law a big drum chandelier for their dining, over their dining room table. Because the one in their rental right now is really not was I mean it was not clean and everything it just wasn't her style and I'll put a and that was just a little over a hundred dollars and it was a nice big drum and it looks really nice and they'll take it with them to their next house so that's a real easy fix and that has a little bit of a wow element in in it as well. Well, yeah, changing up the lighting is really important. You guys know how I feel about lighting. I think we all agree. Um, I, you know, I'm so particular down to the fact that I really only want these pink bulbs. But you <laughs> yeah. know, oftentimes when you rent an apartment, you know, I would say most of the time it's it's not furnished. Um, so you're going to be bringing some of your pieces there. But the the lighting is usually terrible. I mean, that's almost a guarantee. Yeah. You know, you're going to have overhead lighting that's probably not on dimmers. You could ask, dimmers. hey, could I have a dimmer installed? Can I just switch this, the, the switch? Some of the landlords might be happy you're doing. You're actually increasing the value and making their uh, b- apartment look better. But definitely consider changing out the light fixtures. As Yvonne said, you can take that with you. Just save the other one. If there's one of those really sort of dated, you know, like a chandelier that just looks like, oh, that came from 1986, 
switch it out. You know, don't spray paint it because it's not yours. But right. <laughs> just right. put the other one. Maybe you have a storage unit or maybe you could put it in, a, you know, your parents or your friend's garage or something like that. Just store it for a little while and put yours up with the intention of taking yours. Even if you say, well, if when I get my real house, I'm going to want a bigger one. So get the bigger one, have it little, be a little bit oversized, but at least it's something that you love and it evokes your style rather than just what happens to have been hanging from the ceiling. And definitely add in, like we say in all our rooms, different sources of lighting. Do table lamps, do task lamps, have overhead, add as many different layers of lighting as possible. And, and on dimmers if you can. If you can, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. Okay, just getting back to the um, the uh, window treatments, I my thought would be go bigger again. You know, mm-hmm. and like we're right. saying, even if it right. puddles, even hangs, right. you know, even if you have to swag it up a little bit, because even if the next place you go to, you don't need that much length. You won't know that yet. You can always hem them when you right, get to right. the, a more permanent place. Then you say, okay, or now just hang them up a little higher. Right. But if then, they're even super, super long for, you know, hanging high, go with as long as possible. You know, if you have a choice between, you know, the, the 86 and the 120, go 120. Right. Make sure you've got enough going on there. If you cut it off, Scarlett, you can always make a dress out of the rest of it, you know, or a <laughs> pillow or something. Well, but you, you know, can't add to it unless you want to yeah. put a ruffle on it. Yeah, That's unless you true. want to put a ruffle or a color mm-hmm. block it or color something. Block. You, right. Mm-hmm. It's harder to do I that. Think, I think you're so on to something here, Kelly. The The curtains soften so much in the room. They add so much character to a room. And when you're renting, you can't add crown molding or any of that stuff. But boy, if you can hang some nice curtains, those are really going to add to the room. And another thing I was just thinking about beyond the curtains that you could add to a room that would add so much character and some soundproofing if you're in an apartment is a large, gorgeous rug that you can take with you. And, you know, if we, we've said this before in previous episodes, but I'm, it's, it's worth saying again, if you missed it, if you can't afford the big, beautiful rug, buy a large sisal and then layer a patterned rug on top of it. But okay. this is a great way to add interest to a room with the rug. And it, you can easily roll it up and take it with you. I so agree, Anita. The only thing that I would say is if you have a high pile rug, that may be a hard call. Well, uh, I'm I would talking go about with, on hardwood floors. Yeah. And it, well, even a tightly woven rug, I think you can get away with putting another, um, like a sisal or something else over that. A Berber. That. Yeah. I think yeah, a Berber. something like that. Yeah. Just that it's make you sure can, it's tight and, and then close you can to the even, ground. Well, and if you wanted, yeah, and the bigger the rug, I think the easier it is to get away with layering if you already have carpet in the room. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I would say even if you've got some crazy shag under there, put your own rug on top of it and then put another rug on top of it and layer because (laughs) first I would have the rug professionally cleaned. One time in college, we rented an apartment at the end Uh of the year before we left. Do I want to know this? Well, yeah, we came back and we were so excited because I have 
I had seven other friends, so eight of us, and we got apartments across the hall from each other. We were so excited. Let's just say it was not a high-end building, um, <laughs> but we walked right in and we opened the, both doors on either side of the hallway and you could actually see the fleas jumping off. Oh, no. no. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll never oh, forget oh, that oh. moment. So- yeah, if you're, and I'm sure, you know, all our listeners would be renting, you know, not college apartments, or maybe you are, but, you know, and if your college apartment um, is probably in a nicer building than mine was in those days, but I would have the carpet underneath cleaned professionally or ask for your landlord to have that done. And then you can layer your own rugs. And isn't it nice just if you're going to sit down or you're going to walk on your bare feet on your, you know, what, what you know is new, brand new carpeting. And hey, I was on a line searching for carpet choices for a client of mine over the weekend. And I could not believe the deals. We were looking in sort of the gray, ivory, kind of, you know, vintage look feel. Oh my gosh, eight by tens, under $200. Crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, wow. yeah, you could go, mm-hmm. you know, obviously you can go super high end. You could also go high enough in Pottery Barn and higher yet at Restoration Hardware, or you can go off the charts. But wow, there are some Wayfair, you know, Amazon, some really great choices under $200. So wow. I think there's so many choices out there. Well, then let me just segue in, into another place you can use a big sisal rug. Let's say you've got old tile in a bathroom or linoleum in a bathroom that you don't want. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to take the biggest sisal rug you can put in there because um, sisal can take some wet and it will dry, but it also, I mean, if you're, if you overflow your tub, it's probably going to break down, but that's a nice neutral look for your floor. So you're going to get it as big as you can to fit it in, in the bathroom and that'll cover a multitude of sins. And then if there's any tile, uh, old tile that's on the, um, shower, the tub area, just get a gorgeous shower curtain. Like that's where you want to spend a little bit of your money. Get something that's so awesome and beautiful. And and um, those are two ways to hide ugly tile. Yeah, good point. And remember we did that episode on the natural rugs as the seagrass is probably a good choice too. If you can find seagrass that would work in the bathroom because that is water repellent as we remember, right? So that that would be a good choice too. Mm-hmm. In addition to the sisal or even the polypropylene sisals could be mm-hmm. great in the bathroom. Yeah. Um, it, it, and that seagrass is awesome. We have it in our, um, under our kitchen table and it's wonderful. Are we going to talk about the elephant in the room, girls? What? Ugly blinds. Oh, Um, yes. So so often (laughs) rental apartments Uh, have dirty, bent, dusty, horizontal, or dare I say, vertical blinds. uh, Our first house had vertical blinds. Mm -hmm. I have actually a very funny vertical blind story. Do you want to hear it? Uh, Yes. I do. Of course. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, I didn't know we were going to get up to that, but I, I would have kicked off with the story because it's kind of funny. Um, okay, so it's like 1986 or 85. I think the mm-hmm. vertical blind has hit its peak, you know? Yeah. And I was working at a restaurant. I was a hostess. I had to wear a colonial outfit uh, with a long skirt. So here I am. I would have you know, paid not- to see that. 
and oh, had like yeah, a, a plastic. It had literally like a plastic collar. It was called the Millerage Inn, and it had this old, like oh, old my. ye old Yankee theme going on. Yeah, so I had a long black skirt made of not linen, girls, this little polyester, perhaps, oh, and oh, a, yeah. a waistcoat mm. and a plastic collar with a bow tie. <laughs> Wow. Oh, I mean, who could resist me, right? And yeah. wow. so there I am. That's and a look. I was, I was the head hostess, even though I was quite young. And I was at the podium and it was a busy holiday. They used to have like hordes of families come for the holidays. So it was, I think it was probably around Easter time. And this, this young man was there with his family. And p- literally this was like the restaurant where people would come with their family and they would have no problem waiting like an hour and a half, two hours for a table that they had reserved. It was just nuts. It was like an anthill at holidays. So one of those, this young man was waiting for a long time. So at the end of his meal, I'm still there. I was working a double shift. It's still there. He, um, asked me out on a date. I mean, I was passed out. I think I like how like sweating in a plastic <laughs> collar is like something you've never experienced. It, it, can I stop you there? It must have been the outfit. Oh yeah. It was so the outfit. Yeah. Well, how do you think I landed my husband? I had that outfit on. No, no, no. I, I, I retired that after outfit after oh, high my. school. I think I was a senior in high school. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah. So anyway, this boy asked me, uh, and he was a little bit older than me. I think he was like first year of college or something like that. And he had a car. So I got, <laughs> so I had to convince my parents that it was like this strange boy. And now I went to all girls school. So every boy was strange, right? So <laughs> we didn't really know anybody. So I convinced my parents that this was my first my first car date. So you're wondering how I'm going to get to vertical blinds. I know, but I'm going to get there. <laughs> so we go out on this date. He takes me to see Chariots of Fire, right? And that was fun. And we see the movie. And then he came and met my parents. And my mother was, I, they were, they had bought a new house and she was decorating. And don't hold this against her, but she wanted to do vertical blinds. So he's, <laughs> so he says, he says, oh, I don't know why she started talking about that. And, you know, oh, because we were moving, I guess. And she was hoping this relationship would go nowhere. She was telling him we're moving, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> and I was going to went to college. So just forget about it, you with your car. Like, go away. So he says, uh, oh, my gosh. Well, my brother installs vertical blinds. So, okay. So this is, so I should say this is before we go to Chariots of Fire. So anyway, so we go to Chariots of Fire. We come back fine. Nice. In the meantime, before the second date, my mother has contacted the brother and made this deal of a century for the vertical blinds. Now, because the, the guy is like, his, my brother helps me install these, the whole thing. Okay, so he takes me out on the second date, dial ahead. And he, I, I didn't really like him that much, but he had a car. So we go on a second date and he takes me to Friendly's for dinner. And oh. <laughs> yes, first of all, I was like, oh, really? Okay, and then you guys, he showed me the check. He was like, whoa, big oh. night out. And I thought, oh my goodness, like I can never go out with with this person again. But But my mother is having all these vertical blinds installed. (laughs) So now like three, so I just avoided him, told him, you know, there was no internet or anything. He would call. I wouldn't, I wouldn't answer the phone. We just just told him I didn't want to go out with him anymore. But thereafter, he and his brother were in my house, my new house, like a month later. For days, no. day, it seemed like months installing these vertical blinds. Oh, and my mother no. was so worried they were going to do a bad job because he was mad. <laughs> 
This sounds like an episode of Seinfeld. It was so ridiculous. And I would go be like, I couldn't call her on my cell phone or whatever. I would have to drive in front of the house and see if their truck was still there. I didn't want to go inside. Oh my gosh. Crazy. Yeah. Young love. (laughs) Young love and vertical blinds. Yeah, but we still laugh about that. Mm. She's like, what a deal. I'm like, yeah, but they were on vertical blinds. Yeah. Okay. This is all. Well, it was worth it for her, not for you. This is all to say that um, get rid of your vertical or your horizontal blinds and, you know, um, take them off. And don't date anyone that installs them ever. (laughs) I'm sure they're very nice. But anyway, and then instead, you replace them with nicer curtains. And I'll tell you something else that looks really nice. Um, we have uh, rattan shades, you know, that go up and down. And we didn't spend a fortune on them. Actually, we went to Lowe's and where you, you just take your measurement in and they cut them, they custom cut them for you. And they take like 10 minutes to put up. And because we don't have any neighbors around, I you don't have to worry about them. You know, they're they're sort of I would say you could probably see a little through them, but not much. Um, but they're a really nice look and they'll look beautiful on your windows and really upgrade the look of your apartment or your rent or your rental. Well, so- and you know what else you can do to really upgrade the look of your apartment or your rental is, again, we've talked about uh, things that you're going to be able to take with you. So we're really talking about accessorizing furniture, things that are in the room. So this is when you also, you can add lots of pattern, lots of interest with pillows, with throws. And you know, that's our favorite way to change out a look in a room anyway. And I just want to mention that today on our shop, shop.decoratingtipsandtricks.com, I've got a wonderful collection of some French inspired pillows. So check those out. That might work in your home. And even if those don't work out, still any kind of pillow, I think is going to, you know, kind of your favorite pillows are really going to change up the look of the room. So that's something you can do. Good idea. How about art? You know, Mm. you you might have prints or paintings or things that are special to you and you're worried about making holes in the wall. Well, you know, resting them on a mantle, if you're lucky enough to have a fireplace, that's a great way. You don't have to put it a hole in the wall at all or rest the art on shelves or use those command hooks that Yvonne gave us a lesson. I on love those episodes. And you know, here's an, another place you can use your art or, a, or a, some type, a type of a personal picture gallery. A lot of, a lot of rentals that have stairs really have ugly stairs. So, you know, you can't, you can't, um, rip out the carpeting that's on it or lay new carpeting on it or change the banister, things like that. But you can lift your eye up and away from that by putting a lovely wall art gallery going up your oh, stairs. Yeah. And just mm-hmm. use those 3M command strips because they do hold things very well. Let's just run down. I, I said about radiators. Now, even in my daughter's old house, her house is over 100 years old on Capitol Hill, they um, you can... You can paint your radiators the color of your wall and it sort of recesses it or put a shelf over it or even make um, a radio cover. I mean, a radiator cover with shelves as well. Those are those are easy ways. They don't cost a lot of money and they make a very big difference in how things look. I wanted to mention that today's episode was inspired by Janet G. Janet 
We just want to thank you from our bottom of all three of our hearts for your beautiful email that you sent over the weekend. And you cannot even imagine how good it made us feel to read it and know that we are with you and we're so happy you're with us listening and that you had these great ideas for episodes and you're moving on to a new chapter in your life. So we hope that our ideas for renting and personalizing uh, a temporary space have really helped you and helped others. It's been so much fun today. Thank you for indulging me with my long story about vertical blinds. <laughs> my mom, if I say vertical blinds to my mom and I, we just start cracking up. So um, maybe next time you see some vertical blinds, it'll make you laugh too. Uh, remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. Hey, everybody, we want to thank you so much for listening to Decorating Tips and Tricks. And we want to make it even easier for you to listen. And it's easier if you subscribe. You just click the subscribe button on our website, www.decoratingtipsandtricks.com. Or you can subscribe through Apple Podcast or any of your favorite podcast listeners. When you subscribe, DTT comes free right to you three days a week. So until next time.